Hey everyone, this is Corinne Lafont, your favorite radio host, your only radio host and favorite girl, of course, broadcasting to you from the lovely island of Trinidad and Tobago in the Caribbean on Between the Lines. And you know how we do it here on Between the Lines, always with gratitude or thankfulness. It's a beautiful, bright, sunny, hot day in Trinidad and Tobago. And I'm wearing my sweater, but that is just to make me look professional on the show. Okay, as soon as I'm done, I kick it off. All right. I have with me a handsome man. He just shortened his name there a while ago. His full name is Robert Wilson. But I guess he wants me to call him Rob. Yes, he's not robbing anybody, just to tell you. That's just short for Robert. And let me tell you what we're talking about today. We're talking about Oh, a passionate topic. One of my passionate topics, dissolving, pleasing others. I'm going to repeat that. Dissolving, pleasing others. And let me get straight into telling you about Robert, a bit that I picked up about him. Or I will actually ask him a few questions. We're going to go into that. So welcome, Robert, to Between the Lines. Well, thank you for having me. It's my honor and privilege to be here. And I'm looking forward to the show and talking with your your listeners oh it's great to have you so let's learn a little bit about you rob tell us a little bit about you and why dissolving pleasing others you know i come through in 1997 i was working in portland oregon and my, as a union i'm still a union electrician but my life was going nowhere and then i got into personal growth through a home-based business and I went through that in 2001. I wrote a book called Wired for Change by a Journeyman. Then I was doing all the change, heal, create, all the trying to change my life until 2009. Then I discovered the words expand, energize, enterprise, and experience. And as soon as I took change out of my life and used expand, my life moved forward. And then in 2006, I actually went to hypnotherapy school in Sedona. And then in 2021, I redid re the hypnotherapy here at SWEHA, Southwest, Healing, Southwest Institute of Healing Arts here in Phoenix. And I've really expanded into understanding you got to disconnect from pleasing others, unhook the nitpicking mind, but mostly you want to deal with some reactionary emotions because he, because your thoughts are your of the brain of the of the brain, feelings are of the body, but the emotions kind of energize them all. You know, you said something there that is so significant. You said you replace change with expand. Yes. And people don't understand the importance of words. I will tell you my personal experience, Robert. When I am I am in PR and communications, and I'm very particular with the words that I use when I'm yes. communicating. And so when I clarify myself or when I'm communicating with someone and I seek clarification or I'm very specific and I change the wording based on what the person is saying to me, they're like, oh, you're, you're very thing with words. You're, you're, you're very particular. You're, you know, and it, and it comes across as if it's an issue. But people need to understand there is power in words. And words are meant to communicate. And it does something if you use the wrong word or the inappropriate word to yourself, your existence, and your interaction with other people. So when you 
took the word change and replaced it with expand, it does something to the mind and the body. Because change in, in itself is a, is a term that people resist naturally. They don't like change. They like the comfort zone. So when they hear change, it's like, what? It's, your body starts to resist. If you hear expand, your whole body and mind is trying to recalibrate that and, and it feels positive. Not hearing you, Rob. Not hearing you. All right, just one second. Oh. I'm not hearing you. You sound very low. All right. You were you were very good a while ago. You sound low now. Yeah. There and what happened is is the difference between change and expand is expand disconnects memory mind. Change has memory. Change heal trait change heal create and transformation they all have memory yes and energize enterprise and experience are liberated from memory and that makes an inquisitive thing and when you do this to yourself you're going to feel an openness and another yes. thing i use over forgiveness is the word appreciation i love listen rob you're talking my language the highest form of of, of that's the highest form of forgiveness there is you're talking my language robert yeah when you say appreciation i use that word yeah. even in my emails i say appreciate it i appreciate you because it's expansive appreciate means if it's an accounting term you appreciate in value you increase in value you know yes so it's yeah. expansive yeah and see appreciation gives you the value of value of the experience yeah but it also takes off the edge and it diminishes what the other person did and in liberation over heal because you don't you, in heal you you're trying to come through the memory liberation you're free of the memory you're free oh my god robert listen and i like when you said that change is attached to the memory and that is true because change in itself is saying something has happened that i need to I need to twist or tweak. You, you, you hold on to that particular thing and you say, I need to change it. So you, you still remain with that, con with that um, thing or form in your mind. You retain it. But when you say expand, it's like, woo. It, it, it is liberating. It's like, you know, the, I don't have to hold on to this thing in order for it to expand. Yes. There's pain and change. Expand is grand yes and, Let's, and yeah. also, i'll give you a quick sentence on how this all works yeah i liberate from me from me to expand out of whatever no longer serves me to expand up my desires say that again you have to repeat that you have to repeat that slowly robert so that people can take it in i liberate me from me to expand out of whatever no longer serves me to expand of everything I desire. Awesome. And what that sentence does is disconnects the nitpicking mind, the re reactionary emotions and everything from the past. And you got to stop letting your past talking about your past. 
Don't even talk about it because then it's over. And talk you know, about where you're going. Listen, listen to me, Robert. I am telling you here today, when so, I, I will tell you how simple that is for me, how practical that is for me. You see, when somebody asks me, how was my day or how was my night? I say it's in the past. I ain't going back there. <laughs> and they cannot understand it. When I, when I respond like that, they're like, what? How was it? And they might repeat it. So how was your night? How was your day? In the past. Yes. I am in this moment right now. I am not back there. <laughs> it's gone. I can't be going forward and looking back at the same time. <laughs> and that's where most people in personal growth or self-help are. They're looking back, trying to go forward. You can't dream today. You can't dream in the present moment with thinking about the past. past. And you know, the word past means one thing. Procrastinating apathy stealing today. No, Robert. I'm going to I'm going to get you get rid of you off my show. No, Robert. You're dropping too many value bombs. No, Robert. Tell <laughs> us that again. Tell us that again. Tell us that again. Okay. The past <laughs> is procrastinating apathy stealing today. Because when you're when you're thinking about the past, you're no longer innovating the now. You're missing out. You're missing out on this moment. Absolutely what a tragedy. Right. What yeah. a tragedy. Yeah. The gift is now. It, exactly. And, and it's really called the new now wow. And you got to write a nowography. <laughs> Robert, I'm going to get rid of it. Show done. Show done. No. No. <laughs> and now ography. No more autobiography. No ography. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a biography. It's in my book, My Wisdom Breathes, the last chapter of spiritual biography. <laughs> Robert, all of this is segued into dissolving, pleasing others. Now, let me tell you my experience. Pleasing others has actually a, a psychological term, codependency. I'm sure you've heard of that. No, I am telling you the truth. I used to be there. I was trained to be there. I think all of us or most of us were trained to be there in one way or the other. And we are programmed, society, school, and especially our parents to please others. And you know how we say it? I'm a parent. You know what we say? And we don't even know that you're programming your own self. Let me give you a, let me, <laughs> let me give you a sentence we say. Like we have children. We will say, once our children are happy, I'm happy. That's what that's what we say. Once they're happy, I'm happy. Hell no. Hell no. You're right <laughs> off the money. Hell no. I don't care if they're happy. My happiness has nothing to do with their happiness. You're absolutely right. <laughs> so know we need to stop saying that pack of crap. And you know, you know how we really started that? Is an English class. You and I, or you and me. Instead, you got to say it's me and you. Put yourself first. You know, Robert. If you do that, let me be a devil's advocate here. You're selfish. Why should you put yourself first? 
You're supposed, to, you're supposed to consider everybody else. Yeah, they can walk in their herdocracy of turdocracy, and that ain't going to work. <laughs> and then you miss out your now, no, no, I call it noography. <laughs> yeah, you, you really do miss out on your noography. And, and that's just something I really want to emphasize. People got to talk to their dreams and their desired outcomes and stop talking about where they've been because you've been in the dim. Listen, the pleasing others. Stop saying, you know, I, you know, one of the things I want us to, to talk about too, in terms of the pleasing others, because it is programmed and you, you say it to yourself, these limiting beliefs that keep you there. Be conscious, increase your awareness of the things that come out your mouth, of the things that people pour into you. They're not only saying it, but pouring into you. Be conscious and reject it. Put a stop to it. I remember just, just what, two nights ago I was having a talk with a friend and he said something to me that took me back to a place I made peace with, Robert. I made peace with, I'm telling you. I struggled and I made peace with. And here he is, I'm sharing something and he, he wants to put me back in that place. I said, I rebuke you. I do not accept that. I make peace with that and you are not taking me back there. I reject it because you have no idea. You have no say in this whole spectrum of things. You understand? So when people try to take you back to a place, you have to stand up. And standing up means even if you have to cut them off of your life and no longer talk to them. Absolutely right. And see, when they take you back, because where you were in that situation or where anybody is in that, that's where they're comfortable with you. They're not comfortable with you where you're at. Exactly. And there's a two simple words that take care of all that. Tell me. Tell me since you're dropping the bombs. Tell me. Thank you and no thank you. That's the two boundaries, all of the two boundaries you need. Thank you for telling me, but no thank you. I, I expand out of that. Listen, that is what I say to the thoughts. Thoughts will tell you, ooh, you shoulda, you coulda, you this, you that. These are things that were gone. God already forgive you how much time's over. And your thoughts will come at the moment when you're most vulnerable to tell you, oh, you should have done this. You abandoned, you this, you that. And you're like, thank you for the reminder. But... <laughs> I'm okay. You know, you have to talk to your thoughts. You got it. Yes. And, you know, the thing is, it isn't about retraining the thoughts. It's really you taking the word mind out of your life and use the word inspiration. And I, I'll give you a quick example of this. Say spirit, body, mind. Mm -hmm. Give yourself time to see what that feels like. Then say spirit, body, inspiration, and get that feeling. Oh. And see what that does. Inspiration takes the mind out. As soon as your your mind hears the word mind, it wants to go into memory. Yeah. And then it wants you to live because the mind's comfort zone is yesterday. Robert, I'm getting upset. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I getting don't upset. upset yeah. <laughs> in a good way in a good way okay. but i'm getting upset no it is true 
the mind just wants is it's the ego as part of the mind that wants to hold you there i want to keep you in this place because this is where i the mind am comfortable and i want you to be subject to me and i want you to keep in this place and don't expand don't liberate don't forgive don't move on how could you how the hell could you move on without me the mind the ego how i would not exist i will not be relevant and i must be relevant that's what the, that's what the mind is saying <laughs> that's absolutely right and you know something else kareem you're going to think you know your way all the way to yesterday <laughs> well i know that one by heart <laughs> And, and all of these things, all of these things, Robert, is what come together into you pleasing others because you are controlled. You don't realize. It's like the matrix. This is why I love the matrix. You are under a control, a programming that is keeping you in that place and not allowing you to be liberated. Yes. And, and see, we were taught to follow through school, the teacher, somebody was always right, and you was not right because you didn't have the same thoughts. And that same thought is what you went through life with. And it took, it's taken me, I've been at this since 1997. I'm just finally now getting to where I really understand liberation. It takes time. It's a journey. It's a continuous journey. It's a never ending. I am continuously healing, working on myself, questioning, examining. You know, you do an examination of conscience, you look back at the day, you roll things through your head, you know, you replay and you're like, okay, I did well there. I was proud of myself. I could have done better here. This is not going to happen again. I'm going to take control of this. You know, you, you, you have to keep working on yourself. You have to keep asking, why did I feel triggered by this particular thing? Why did this bother me? You know, and all of that is, as I tell you, is leading to pleasing others. And how would you know? Let me ask this question. How do you know or I can identify? Because we want persons watching this and will be watching this to be able to identify how do you know that you're pleasing others in your life? How, how do you identify that? When you do something for somebody and you expect something back. You know, like you do a favor for them, you do something to make them feel good, but yet deep inside you want something back you're pleasing them to please have them please you but not only that sometimes robert you actually open your mouth and say it you owe me yeah you, you owe me, me. yes and how dare how, how dare somebody said i cannot no you owe me yes oh i expect it or when the time come and they need a favor they're like robert remember i did this for you yes. huh? they yeah. remind you they remind you i did so and so for you that's absolutely right and every time you do something you go out of your way to do something for somebody because you want their friendship you're trying to please them for their friendship and you know the thing is is you know i really woke up to this just a couple of days ago i love everybody in the world to set me and them free for who wants to come in my life is fine who doesn't is fine so i can yes. mind to be of the divine exactly do you know people have a problem with me being that way you know what they call me cold they say corinne you're too cold actually you're loving and they're afraid that they 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 can't meet you on your level 
that is exactly it. I'm like, I attach myself to nothing and no one. I must be able to let go of you, you let go of me. If you walk out of my life, I wish you well, love and kisses. Uh, it is not a, a, I am not supposed to hold on to you for dear life. Something is wrong with me. Why? And you know, it's a detached panache to dance, and that's what it is. They say I'm cold, and I'm like, that's not cold. What what is wrong with you? And I realize that people are just not on the level. And this is not to mean that I feel that like I'm all that or I am smarter than whatever. The evolvement, I call it evolvement. They're just not there. Yeah, and they want you to well, a lot of the some people want you to really well, the only word I can think, they want you to kiss their butt so they feel like they're wanted. Exactly. And that's exactly what it is. And I tell them that. And that is that adds to my coldness, too, because I'm blunt. I'm forthright. <laughs> and I don't hold well, anything back. And I'd rather I, I have a yeah. forthright, blunt person in my life than somebody that says all this to my face and then goes behind my back and says something else. I, I, I don't like them people. And, you know, the thing is, if you're there, if you're following, if you're paying attention to where you're going, you're facilitating, participating in your desired outcomes and your dreams, people will never matter. Things, people mm -hmm. that were for you will show up. The exactly. people that are like, are like a winner, they fall away. Simple as that. I, I am like I'm on a journey. God, the universe source is going to send the right people into my life. Who's supposed to stay for whatever period of time they stay when they're supposed to leave they leave same thing with me i am going to show up in people's lives i stay for whatever time it has nothing to do with me deciding how long that is but i will be in people's lives and i would come and go or come and leave and that should not be an issue you know the mystical magic of the universe brings them in and takes them away and you don't even have to do nothing and people are trying to control their life and you don't even control your bodily functions and then they try to control their life life is like putting a bowl of jello in your hand as long as you just hold the hand up everything's fine but you close the hand you got a middle of a hess and life's a mess but it's a mystical mess for yeah. us to to expand through yeah and, and the thing that really opened me up the most is I took thinking no out of my life. I use wisdom, innovation, inspiration, imagination. Your imagination is going to lead you to where you want to go. Exactly. You just got to trust your abilities. I trust. Yeah. Trust. Yeah. Believe. I, yeah. yeah. You know, trust to me is a white light, as a trust is the earth. I trust I walk on. Yeah. And I, and you know, the thing I really discovered most is <laughs> I lived through my parents' opinions, viewpoints, and way of life. And then I had to readjust that. Then I had to go deeper into, oh, yeah, my ancestor stuff is there too. <laughs> it's deep. It's deep, Robert. Yeah. It's deep. Yeah. Because when you start to do the healing work, you realize and you start questioning, you know, you do the inner work. Yeah, you start realizing it's deep. Yes. These are a lot of wounds and traumas that make us who we are. Because remember, we are born into parents innocently, you know, depending on them for everything. So what we know is based on that. And we come of an age where we start to question. 
yes. question yeah. and our life is going a particular way we need to question yes. you know but some of us are not we're like this is it and you, i just need you, to go that way you know you know you'll question and understand your way to the penthouse you're going to talk think and know your way to the outhouse <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it. Or ditch out to my outhouse. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. You yeah. know, but pleasing others is not is not the way to go, and it is very, it's a very unhappy life, Robert. Yeah. When you, you realize others mm -hmm. are going to take advantage of you every Exactly, problem. and you really don't have when you look around you, you don't have real, true, genuine, loving friends, family. That will stick with you through thick and thin. The people that yeah. you could call on. You you you're surrounded by fake people. That's absolutely right. And you know yeah. the people that really have your best interest in mind are never going to really talk to you. They're going to ask you questions on where you're going. Yeah. They're going to yeah. question you to where you're going. People that want to be the fake and bait, they're going to say, "Oh, you're doing good. You're doing this." But the people that really understand where you're going are going to give you, ask you questions that aren't really the questions that make you feel a little bit unsavory. Yeah. 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 I'm bringing up, I'm bringing up your, your Amazon. All right. Side here. Also, a little bit of a, and a also, I, and, and the thing about life is wisdom and curiosity will take you everywhere. Thinking exactly. and knowing will take you to yesterday. And that's why I use the word wisdom. I love wisdom because I can never, I never get to be complacent because there's always right. an inquisitive inkling somewhere within me to move forward. I am showcasing all the books. This is, this is Robert's um, author page, Amazon Central. And so he has all his work here. I'm not going to go through every one of them, but the one we are talking about today is this one. Yes. Dissolving, pleasing others. It's one of his many books. The reason why I chose this as a place to showcase is I wanted people to see the plethora of work that you have done so that they can, you know, you have been on a journey, and if they wish to learn from that journey they can decide to purchase your books and i notice i'm just noticing the price is all on a dollar on that dollar yeah and also oh. the one thing about all my books mm -hmm. they're unpunctuated <laughs> okay I personal growth i do not write with punctuation because your subconscious mind goes mm -hmm. to what trying to figure out what the writer wants you to know because everything in every book you've read that's punctuated that's yes. what they want you to know. And every school book we've ever read is what somebody else wants us to know and how they want us to act. This is, this is why I noticed when you sent me your bio, it was written that way. I was like, what is this? I couldn't process it. I'm like, this is not flowing. I can't read this. Yeah. <laughs> and, and my all the books... Are pretty much unpunctuated so the reader has to understand they're going on a journey of their own they're yes. going on an inner voyage and an outer journey and then yeah. books are there and they're written there's no not words in them and if it says the past or anything unsavory it's discharge disconnect release yeah and, and it's about and if it's going forward it's energized sassy tenacity or something like that 
I will tell you my experience in reading the bio, which I did not read purposely. But when I saw it, I was, it, it made me stop to think. It didn't, it really didn't put me in a place where you wanted me to go if it were punctuated. It, it, it forced me to, to stop. I don't know. It, it just was a totally different experience. Yeah, see, but it wasn't a flow. It wasn't a flow. And it wasn't like you pushing your ideas. Yes, I think that's it. You pushing your idea up on me. No. People got to discover themselves. And that's why these books are written that way. You got to uncover and discover your true talents from within. And your dreams, Corrine, are your true talents. Yeah. Because yeah. there's no thinking or knowing in them. They're just your true talents. Mm -hmm. Yes, Robert, you're challenging the, the mind. Listen to me, the mind don't like it, you know. I'm telling you right now. That's what my mind is saying. Yeah, but the heart I, does. <laughs> <laughs> the mind is saying, hell no. What are you doing? I am not used to this. I'm telling you because I, I talk out what, what the mind is saying. Yeah. You know, you are coming to give us trouble and us meaning the ego and stuff. Yes. You are coming to give us trouble. We are used to this don't don't put ripples in the water yeah. stop it and you let's just go back to what we were doing you know what trouble stands for don't you and i'm sure you're going to tell me robert yes, I am. <laughs> it's a trend-setting revolution that's opening unbelievable life events robert i'm going to put you out i'm going to put you out right now because this is too much too much too much value bombs here no way. Yeah, you're going to have to have an inner rebellion to have the bliss in life. I have no problem with rebellion. My mother cannot deal with me. I'm telling you, and I'm saying it publicly. She cannot. From a child, you know, she this... looks at me. She looks at me and she calls out my, my dead father's name. Corrine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate to that. <laughs> right? I remind her of my father. She's like, yes, yes, Mr. So and she calls him Mr. So and so. Mr. <laughs> you know, that's, uh, you know, if you ain't creating a little ripple in the water, you're not breathing or experiencing life. Oh, oh, bliss. It's blissful. It's freeing. It's freeing. No pleasing of others, pleasing of yourself, forgiveness liberation inspiration expansion robert i love you i thank love you, you. <laughs> thank you so much privilege. yes thank you so much for being on between the lines you have to come back on this is oh, awesome. yeah this was fun you know <laughs> only thing we did was we laughed and that laughter kind of makes people unsettling and you know the oh, thing i was going to share with you most when your act reactionary emotions show up you got to laugh at it and make fun of it. I nicknamed mine Fred Flintstone. So as soon as it acts up, I say, oh, Fred's here. Well, <laughs> can I tell you, Wilma was very sexy. Eh? So I have no problem with being <laughs> Wilma. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Right, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> hey, this is, this is between the lines with Corinne Lafont. You can't get anything less than this. Yeah. Thank you so much, Robert. It's been a pleasure. And thank you for the laughter. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> That's important in life to me. Exactly. <laughs> Take care.